welcome to season 2 of the corporate life where we elevate the game for businesses and the top level executives and corporate leaders if season 1 was about living a fantastic corporate life season 2 is about going deeper into the realms of big financial achievements and profound work satisfaction hi i am hina siddiqui your host and a seasoned corporate warrior who's danced between loving and hating her corporate roles for years i get it the highs the lows the challenges and the triumphs in season 2 we are bringing you unique insights powerful tools and inspiring conversations with experts and thought leaders in the corporate industry so whether you are a top level executive a business owner or someone aspiring to reach those heights fasten your seat belts this season is your passport to conquering the corporate world with financial heroism and unwavering work fulfillment let's redefine success together Hi this is Hina Siddiqui and you are listening to the Corporate Life podcast. Today we are diving into a topic we have surprisingly never covered before, time management. Yes, that elusive dance between the seconds and minutes that we all do. So why talk about time management now? In the corporate world, we thrive on hard work and long hours. Work life balance. Anyone resonates? Yes, I'm sure all of all of you do. It's almost like our own little secret code. But here's the thing: can we really manage time? I mean, we all get the same 24 hours in a day, seven days in a week, and 365 days in a year. No one's got more or less. It's equal for all. But here's the kicker: what we can manage is ourselves. we can only manage our focus and attention to make the best use of our time and i love this nugget of wisdom from robin sharma uh, which is something like stop managing your time manage your focus um i don't remember that completely but that is the whole idea it's not about the quantity of time but the quality of focus we bring to the table now let's get into the nuts and bolts of it why do we need to manage our time Well, if you are like normal corporate people, you have probably experienced being overworked at some point. The key is to get the maximum desired outcome from the least amount of time investment. Efficiency here is the name of the game. I remember I used to be super busy just all the time in my corporate days. I brought work home, and more than that, I carried work in my mind and on my shoulders even beyond my work hours. Even when I started my coaching business I was just busy busy and busy being busy a lot of social media useless researches uh and a lot of other different activities kept me occupied to the extent I was exhausted and even bored and the funny thing was that I was doing a lot of hard work aka a lot of useless work that was not getting me anywhere I was not progressing despite doing so much hard work because deep down i believed that we get success only when we work hard and even harder which is a big huge myth by the way yes it's a big lie that we buy from a very early age you want good grades in your school study hard you want to get a great job try hard you want to get a promotion work hard you want to make more money work even harder and there are even songs on this like work hard party harder and work hard play hard now tell me honestly when you say this word hard or when you think of this word hard how do you feel 
Do you really feel good about it? Well, for me, I don't really like this work hard concept. I believe that it's just an attitude that a small percentage of top tier people have taught us, perhaps because they did not want us to relax or make more money while enjoying our life. So in plain words, I don't support the work hard work culture because when we keep indulging in hard work, we we lose touch with our intuition. We don't let our inspiration shine and show us the easy and fun ways of being productive, getting more clients and finishing projects. Ever since I have dropped this belief that success comes with hard work and money comes the hard way, I have 10 times my income while enjoying my life. Yes, and I'm not kidding. I have grown big time in my business and I'm so relaxed and highly productive and I'm really proud of that. Now, because I love you so much and I want you to enjoy your work life, your business and your overall life too, I want to share with you what has worked for me and my business so well. So I have got some tips for you, nine to be exact, to supercharge your time management skills, though it's not the right word to use, uh, but let's, let's use this term because we all are so familiar with it. So are you ready? Number one, start with the end in mind. Know what you want to accomplish in different areas of your life, whether it's your health, personal and professional relationships, or your business or career, have a clear roadmap and that will guide your time allocation. To give you an example, I have narrowed down about three to four key projects for this year based on my long-term vision, like how I would like to position myself in my industry. Where would I like to make the most impact? What can I support my clients to achieve? Uh, so I want my clients to make more money. I want them to live a fun and joyful work life. I want them uh, to be uh, to be highly productive, creative and innovative. I just want them to drop the idea of working hard. After I answered those questions, I chose uh, about three to four key projects for this year. So my first project is one-on-one -on -one coaching program, which is partnering with businesses. And I am focused on my second project, which is which is my podcast. Uh, it's all about profits, like multiplying profits for businesses and, and for the senior level corporate professionals. And my third uh, focus is doing retreats where I would be physically present with my clients and help them achieve their goals, brainstorming a lot of things, changing their stories and, you know, money mindset. So once I chose my three most important projects for this year, I'm now clear where my time should go every day and every week. Anything that does not align with these three projects, I check that off my list. Yes, I completely removed that from my list. My tip two is prioritize tasks. In the beginning of the week, let's say every Monday, put every task you can think of that you want to finish this week and that aligns with your key projects on, on your dumping list. Okay, I call that a dumping list. It's an Excel sheet or it can be, uh, it can be a manual list too. Identify what needs your immediate attention and what can wait. And what is a total waste of time and energy? This helps in focusing on the most crucial aspects of your days and weeks. An example from my business is serving my clients with passion to help them achieve their vision is the first priority for me. 
So creating powerful programs and game-changing content is my number one thing and is my biggest focus. And then I need to be more and more visible to my audience so I could impact more and more people. And that's why doing PR campaigns, being guest on shows, uh, collaborating with influencers and other businesses are highly productive activities for me. So all tasks related to that go on my list. And then I noticed that social media was taking too much of my time and I was just being on LinkedIn too much. So I needed to create a boundary for that. Next on the list, which is number three, it's time blocking. Allocate specific blocks of time to different activities. It helps in avoiding multitasking and ensures you give your full attention to one task at a time. You may use Google Calendar on your phone. I do that all the time to schedule these tasks in my calendar. Uh, when you do that, two big things happen. First, you don't have to do that hour by hour decision making and you save your energy for bigger and better things. Secondly, when you follow your calendar, you become productive on autopilot. I mean, you're just accomplishing tasks that align with your key projects. Tip number four, learn to say no. Sometimes taking on too much can lead to burnout. Politely declining tasks that don't align with your priorities is a powerful time management tool. I have had a hard time with this. I was saying yes to almost every social request, wasting a lot of my time and energy and even to tasks that did not fall in my zone of genius. In fact, I was doing almost everything in, uh, in my business by myself. Then I took control and started dropping what was not worth it and delegating, which is my number five tip. For long years, I believed that being money-minded was a bad thing, so I kept on avoiding money. In every job interview, I hesitated to negotiate salary and turn down every opportunity to make money. Even my coaching business functioned as a free service for a long time because the reason I got into coaching was to serve people. Then I started realizing the side effects of my wrong money mindset. Thanks to my coaches and mentors who set me up for money inflow while serving the world. Whatever career you are into, if your money mindset is distorted, you are going to struggle in your career. And the amazing fact is that you would not even realize that you are sabotaging your full potential. Because all this happens at the sub and unconscious level. Your money stories are deep rooted, particularly if you have seen a money deprived childhood. The solution is to identify your patterns and let them go as fast as you can because it's costing you your career. That's why the money mindset is a big part of all my coaching programs. Send me a quick mail to connect at authorhina.com to know more about my programs. So number five is delegate what you don't like to do or what you are not really good at and delegate wisely. Don't hesitate to share responsibilities. Don't be a perfectionist. I used to be one, by the way. I know a lot of times we think and believe that we do everything the best. So let's do it ourselves. But you just can't do everything yourself. It would be, it would be too exhaustive. So I pointed out the things that I did not want to do or I did not enjoy doing. Like I did not enjoy handling my mailbox. I did not like social media much. I did not like bookkeeping. So I hired people for that and I realized that it's keeping me free for what I really enjoy doing in my business. So delegating tasks allows you to focus on what truly requires your expertise. Embrace technology. That's tip number six. Leverage tools and apps that streamline your work 
from project management apps to calendar reminders, technology can be a time-saving ally. Now let's talk about taking breaks. This is my tip number seven. Breaks might seem counterproductive, but they rejuvenate your mind and increase overall productivity. Trust me, your brain will thank you. I make time for my meditations and breathing exercises in between my work schedule. I make sure that I move every two hours. Yes, that is non-negotiable for me. Tip number eight, reflect and adjust. Regularly assess your time management strategies. What's working, what needs tweaking, adaptability is key to long-term success. And last but certainly not least, cultivate work-life balance. Your work is just a part of your life. It's not your life. Your personal life is just as important as your professional one. In fact, even more. Finding that sweet spot ensures sustained productivity and happiness. And there you have it. My nine tips to master time management. Remember, it's not about controlling time. It's about controlling how you use it and making the best use of it in your favor. Now connect with me on LinkedIn and let me know what tip did you like the best. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Corporate Life Podcast. Until next time, stay productive, stay balanced and keep conquering those corporate challenges. Cheers. If you loved what you heard, don't forget to hit subscribe, share the wisdom and throw in a cheeky review. 